Hey guys, so today's podcast is on mindset. So what is mindset? Uh, this is with myself and Olivia. Hey guys. So what is mindset? It's an established set of attitudes held by a person or someone. Uh, obviously your attitudes influence your decisions and your decisions dictate the quality of your life. So mindset plays a big role in the quality and how you live your life. Uh, Olivia will now go into some things to do with what can pull your mindset back. Yeah, so before we kind of touch on how you can use mindset and influence your mindset to really push you towards your goals, just going to go over um, sort of something that's becoming more popular in society where mindset can become negative or debilitating. So on the extreme end of this is um, like depression and anxiety and First of all, I think it's important to touch on the different aspects that make up depression. I don't think it's fair to state that it's purely biological or psychological. Um, So biologically, some studies have shown a dopamine deficiency related to depression. And dopamine is a neurotransmitter. um, And the brain has several distinct dopamine pathways. And one of this, it plays a major role in the motivational component of the reward motivated behavior. So as human beings, as like primal animals, we are motivated to act in a way that we think will be rewarded. Um, And, but there's also a psychological component to depression. And this is your perception of self-worth, your self-efficacy and success. And I'd like to think there's sort of three aspects of this. So there's on a personal level, your thoughts about yourself, environmentally a perception of what you have and compared to what you'd like to have and societally where you compare yourself who you're comparing yourself to and obviously this has become an increased sort of issue in society nowadays with the impact of social media did you want to say anything on that cash uh yeah again with depression is uh, it's something that Liv and I have both experienced. I've had times uh where I've been suicidal as a drug addict, a recovering drug addict, uh years ago. And I know the full force of depression and um and anxiety trying to get on with life and worrying about the day before, worrying about what you're doing, worrying about what people are thinking. Biggest thing that overcome that for me is uh setting smaller goals, which we will go over uh in another topic. It's setting smaller goals and achieving them day by day because there's no better feeling than growing or succeeding. Every time you succeed in something, no matter how small it gives you more, it helps raise your dopamine levels. So on a biological um, effect, it um, is shown to that process of winning, like Olivia said, it's like where you're getting rewarded, uh, helps you get out of those situations. So a reward might be a self-reward, so just mentally just giving yourself a pat on the back. Uh, the next one Olivia's going to go over is body image. Yeah, so definitely like Cash said, we've both had our periods of depression. And for me, mine was very much body image related um, and going into sort of a depression um, compounded with eating disorders. And for me, a big thing was my body image. And this relates into the idea of self-worth and how you weight yourself. So for me, I purely... Um, calculated my self-worth over what my scale weight was or how well I'd eaten that day or how hard I'd pushed myself in the gym. It was all very 
but for me mainly yeah how I was eating and my food weight so an idea of who you are and not boxing yourself into one like a one-dimensional person so yes I might have eaten off my food plan but I was still a really good athlete a really good student a really good daughter a really good sister so making sure your self-worth isn't um, placed on these kind of unimportant in the big scheme of things um, another thing that's worth mentioning is how posture and presentation affects your thoughts and moods and vice versa so studies have shown that adopting a more powerful posture and I'm sure Cash will go over this in a sec of how training affects that um, can actually affect your external confidence which then sort of drips into your internal confidence and yeah Cash do you want to explain that a bit more? Yeah so one of the studies done on posture is that the effects in men in testosterone levels so obviously testosterone is one of your main sex hormones for males so that's that brings on your drive your focus uh your reproductive system that's libido libido and everything else that comes along with that and that does massively influence mindset so I did a group study with guys who had uh, in rounded shoulders or in poor posture and spent most of their day like that. They tested testosterone levels on those guys. They tested testosterone levels and other androgen levels on guys who had um, normal or neutral posture. Um, and they found the guys with normal posture had a lot higher testosterone levels and generally were a lot more successful in life. Um, so that can play a massive influence on the person's uh, biological um, area as well. And this is something that I stress, and if you train with me, you know I stress a lot, is shoulder blades down, chest up, everything's done in good posture, pulling your body back into good posture. So when you're training, that you're actually trying to correct those muscles to pull yourself back into. And it's a good note to give yourself a reminder throughout the work day, just to sit up in your chair, especially if you're sitting down a lot of the day, just to sit up in your chair, pull your shoulder blades down, stick your chest up, take a deep inhale, exhale, do that a few times throughout your day and that will help you feel less stressed, more confident, more freely, think more freely uh, throughout your day. Um, what else we got there? Um, yeah, so just basically touching on what Cash said, if you think about if someone shows you a picture of someone slumped over, kind of not smiling, all that kind of stuff, and they ask what mood is this person in, you automatically think, or oh, they're depressed or they're sad. Same kind of thing, if you're in that posture, your body subconsciously knows what that's meant to mean. So it's gonna um, formulate you being in the, into that uh, mindset. And that's, that's something that's universal, no matter what language you speak, you can tell if someone's sad or someone is depressed, you can tell if someone's happy and confident. Doesn't matter what language they speak, doesn't matter what country or ethnicity or what background or religion they come from, you can automatically tell just by body image what's going on in that person's mind. So putting yourself in a good posture plays a massive role in mindset. Um, and yeah, so going on from there, back to the idea of um, dictating your self-worth over things that can be, especially for women, like non-fat influences. So that typical, oh, my weight's up on the scale, but considering are you bloated? Is it that time of month? How much water have you had that day? Did you weigh yourself in the morning the other day or the night time? Because that can be a good tick, two kilos, depending on if you've had even more. If you've had two litres of water and some food, 
you can see how that's going to affect your scale weight. So again, just judging, if you're going to judge yourself off the bigger picture, how are you feeling, how did you go in the gym, were you lifting more weight? Um, yeah, just not bringing it down to that one thing. Yeah, and if you are following one of our nutrition plans or nutrition guides, I should say, you'll notice that different days you have different amounts of calories. So every day is mapped out for a different reason, uh, depending on your energy expenditure. So if you're eating, if you're weighing yourself on a higher calorie day, let's use uh, Olivia's example. So her low day would be 2,200 calories. Her high day would be 2,800 calories. So if she weighed her day itself on either one of those days, there'd be a significant difference in weight. So you can't just allow yourself to pick uh, pick a day or weigh yourself randomly I should say and then treat yourself or punish yourself judging on that so it's important to set if you do use scale weight set a day per week and keep it consistent same time same day every week and use that as an average across the days speaking about food did you want to quickly go over that kind of gut brain connection uh, yes 100% so with your gut 90% of your serotonin, which is your hormone that control, sorry, your neurotransmitter that controls uh, mood and a lot, have a lot has a lot of emotion um, down to it as well, is made in your gut. So 90% of your serotonin made in your gut, only 10% is made in your brain. So when you take antidepressants and other medication that affects serotonin levels or is creates artificial serotonin in your body. A lot of it's designed in your brain and not fixated on the gut. So one of the main things that I look at increasing people's health without actually knowing through nutrition um, guides is fixing their gut health. So creating more of a balance of good bacteria and better health in their gut because that in turn creates more serotonin in your body, eating the right amount of food. So foods that decrease your serotonin or bad, uh, increase your bad gut bacteria levels uh, foods that I tell people to avoid so things like your trans fats your alcohol um, things like too many legumes anything that creates high inflammation in the gut um, they can have a negative effect so things that affect mood as you know uh, moving on from there okay so we've kind of touched on how mindset can sort of negatively influence you if you let it get the better of you so now we're going to go into how you can positively use your mindset and breaking it down into getting towards your goals. Cool. So setting big goals. I'm a big believer in setting goal, big goals, but for most people, the average person, setting a big goal is quite daunting because you can't you can't imagine ever achieving it. But imagining and focusing and visualizing is one of the key aspects in, to achieving goals. And the best way to get to a bigger goal is or like a big journey is to break it down into small steps break it down into small achievable goals so let's say you had a 10-year goal um you want to achieve something in 10 years you're going to break that down to where do you need to be in five years to get to that 10-year goal where do you need to be in one year to put yourself on track to be in five years to get to that 10-year goal and then you break down into smaller goals again, so monthly goals, then you break down into weekly goals, you break it down into daily goals, and making sure that you're ticking off things along the way to get there. Most people overestimate what they can achieve in a day, or a week, or a year, 
but they underestimate what they can achieve in a decade. So looking long-term is always one of the biggest pieces of advice I give people, uh, especially when they come train with me. I like, I consider, I consider a 12-month goal a short-term goal, but to most people that's a long-term goal. So again, that's my way of helping people achieve small steps along the way, whether it's just a daily action or like getting to the gym three times a week. I know that's gonna have a massive effect in 12 months time. Uh, than it would start just one day a week. So helping people refocus on that. And another thing is that action is going to be the biggest part of your success because you can have the best plan in the world and anyone who's got one of my programs or nutrition guides knows that I can give, I can give five people pretty much very similar plans because they're very similar people and have five completely different results. People go, oh, how'd that person do that? I'm like, they're pretty much on a very similar program and very similar food to you because they're very similar to you. Like, oh, what's the difference? What would they do different? I'm like, well, they actually followed it. That's it. Like, just, you know, putting action into your plan is no bigger success than that. Um, do you want to touch on that at all, Olivia? Yeah, so... Just like Cash was saying, the best plan is always a very important step towards getting to where you want. If you're just going about it with no plan, you're likely going to miss things. You're likely not going to hit the goal. But yeah, the best plan is useless without the right action. So making sure you basically do what you need to do, what you're going to say, what you say you're going to do. Any more on that? Yeah, coming back to that, um, saying what you're going to do, and that's that's another thing that can trigger um, negative thoughts in your mind and a negative attitude towards things, is that if you say you're going to do something you don't, and you don't, that instantly installs a mindset in your brain that you're failing at something. So you've got to learn to focus on the moment more than anything and focus on the day, focus on the second of the day, live in that second and focus on what can you do right now. It's like, 84,000 seconds in the day or something like that so all those seconds or minutes that you have in the day hours that you have in the day you got to realize that they are so vital to how you are going to live your life the next day or the next week so every second every minute do something that's going to progress you forward so whether that's in business whether that's in um, your finances whether that's in your relationships whether that's in your body image or how you train or how you eat, all those things, they all influence the quality of your life. So remember again that um, action is a major part of that. And just like I was saying, if that seems overwhelming, that you don't know where to start, you don't know where to go to, I mean, that's why you've got coaches for some of those goals, but mirroring others who have achieved what you want. So finding a mentor, Cash, you're big on this. A hundred percent. So doesn't matter what you want to achieve in this world, someone else has got it and someone else has done more than that. Um, there's very few situations in this in this time right now in in um, this lifespan where something has not been achieved. So if you want to achieve something big, find someone who's achieved that and then mirror what they do because there are clues to success. There's clues on how the steps they've followed. Nothing is random. You've got to realize that nothing is random. Everything takes... Everything worth achieving takes 
a high level of hard work and takes some sort of planning and some sort of steps along the way. And this is where you get, I'm sure we all know some not so smart person or some idiot that's achieved some high level success just because they follow the steps. Like they might, might not be the smartest person in the world, but they've got somewhere on a high level of success where you're like, holy shit, how did they get there? Well, they copied what someone else did and they followed the basic steps. And a lot of it, again, takes hard work. But if you're willing to put in the hard work, you're gonna get a good result out of that. Um, so yeah, finding a mentor, finding someone to mirror or copy and check in with too. Um, because if you ask better questions, you get better answers. If you don't ask any questions, you're not gonna get any answers. You're gonna be sitting there twiddling your thumbs. So ask better questions, whether that's asking yourself what you need to do, or asking someone else who has achieved it what you need to do, and checking in with them. Most of the time, you're gonna to have to pay someone to do this, and I highly recommend investing. Like, there's no bigger investment than yourself and your life and the quality of your life. Now, if you're investing in things like, I don't know, what's a typical thing? It would be shoes or clothes or video games or yeah. something like that, or eating out or um, a nice new car. Yeah, those are cool too, but investing in your self-growth is the best investment you can do towards the quality of your life because all those other material things, they all fade over time. They all, their, their level of excitement is gone within six months. Like, you can spend... $20,000 wrongly and the happiness from that could last six months to a year, if that. Or you can spend $10 the right way and that happiness from that can last twice as long. So if you brought, just an example, you brought a meal for someone who's really struggling on the street um, against their circumstances uh, versus you buy yourself a $1,000 pair of shoes. That meal is going to feel, buying that meal for that person is going to feel a lot more satisfying in your soul, in your person, than buying a thousand dollar pair of shoes. Because they're probably just going to sit in the cupboard anyway. Alright, moving on. Yeah, so touching back on the idea of finding motivation in someone. Um, so we're strong, we strongly believe that motivation is what gets you going initially it's that initial spark that initial kind of fire in your belly to basically get started on your journey to whether it be fitness career family etc however motivation is quite fleeting you can be and i'm sure everyone goes through this it can be a day-to-day hour-to-hour kind of situation where you're super motivated or you just want to stay in bed so from that inspiration is where you're inspired kind of on a deeper level to achieve something or to mirror something or to get to where you want to be. It's fueled by a reason. Um, do you want to quickly touch on inspiration before we go into how it can be negative or positive? Yeah, sure. So as Olivia was saying that, uh, I'm, a, I'm a big believer in that motivation is like the spark to a fire. Um, don't rely on motivation because a lot of days I'm not motivated to do fuck all <laughs> like, but I am inspired by the idea of where I want to be um, so that pushes me despite my motivation levels like, there, is a, there is a significant difference there in having that internal flame that burns to drive you towards where you want to go compared to that short happiness and um, 
that uh, adrenaline rush of motivation. That that is very short lived. But having an internal fire that burns you, that when your body and your body tells you that you just don't, you can't. You know, you're tired. You want to sleep in. You want to have a break. You want to go away on holiday. Uh, there's another party that goes. Hold on. How does that? How does that get you to where you want to be? Where in the long term, that doesn't. Um, when they don't line up, that's when you got to step back and go. Right, you got to keep pushing and keep pushing until you get to where you want to be. Because there's no bigger satisfaction than achieving your goal and achieving every little small step along the way and not taking steps backwards. Um, what else do you want to go about from that? Yeah, so just the idea that in this day and age, I mean, a lot of our so-called role models can be online figures. So these social media, um, Insta-famous people, so to say, not just in the fitness industry, but business-wise, um, family-wise. Everyone's got a highlight reel up on Instagram, which some can be motivating because you can relate to someone and see where they're at, see what they've got. However, it's important to remember that this is a highlight reel of their life. And studies have actually shown that some of this can be motivational and again i'm not saying inspiration i'm saying it's motivational it gives you that little fire of oh look what i could have however a lot of studies have started to show that this constant comparison to other people to other lives is actually extremely demotivating and poor for um individual's body image because we're comparing ourselves to someone else and saying why aren't i like that why like, I'm not like that, I'm not good enough, this is what people like, I'm not like that. And again, that does in some ways come back to your original mindset where do you look at that and go, oh, they're so much better than me, I don't look like that, I'm just going to go eat a cookie. Or do you look at that and go, wow, look what they've achieved, how do I get there? Yeah, and that's, that's very true that um, if you're comparing yourself to others, you're missing the point of what's, uh, what you're trying to achieve because you'll never be happy living someone else's life. There's, there's 7 billion people on the surf, right? And there's 7 billion different um, lives and paths to be taken. You've got to walk your own path. You've got to know what makes you happy. You've got to find what drives you. Someone else's goal is not going to drive you. You've got to find what makes you happy and pursue that with every fiber in your body. I'm a big believer on understanding your why and finding out why you're doing what you're doing. And if it's because you saw someone else posted on Instagram or socials, then you're doing it for all the wrong reasons. Find what makes you happy and pursue that. Definitely. And just remembering that these people might not even have what they're showing they have especially in like the fitness industry. A lot of people lie about what they've got or how they've got it. <laughs> a lot of these Insta models take, uh, have their photos done inside someone, someone else's house that has a lot more money than them and rent the car for the photo shoot. So you gotta, and again, like that's, that's another big point too, is if you're trying to chase a certain body image that you don't realize that 90%, sorry, 80% of these um, top athletes that you see on um, socials uh, using performance enhancement drugs too. So if you're a natural athlete, like most of my clients are, you got to look at yourself every day and compare yourself to yourself and not to others. Yeah, because you're really just setting yourself up for failure if you're going to 
you're not comparing apples with apples basically. So enough on that. Um, yeah, the basic message of that little rant was find yourself a real role model, but always be motivated and inspired by yourself basically. So one more thing we want to touch on is the idea of failure versus being pe perfect. So this is something I can definitely relate to. I'm sure cash is the same. That perfectionism. Olivia, Olivia definitely more being a perfectionist. <laughs> See, I'm I'm a, I'm quite okay with failing because I know it doesn't stop me. Like I've failed more times than I've ever succeeded in life, um, many times, but it's never stopped me from pursuing what I'm trying to achieve and my my biggest goals. Um, Olivia, on the other hand, she takes it very much to heart, and I know that's just being a female, um, <laughs> not being sexist, yet, but she takes it very much to heart if she fails because she doesn't fail very often. She is a very, very high overachiever in both academics, <laughs> life, like all areas of life. It is absolutely insane. I've never met anyone who can just constantly achieve, 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 and just not no. drop the ball. <laughs> no, I'm very kind, my love. Um, yeah, something I've had to work on, especially with my recovery from my eating disorders and my depression, is this idea of perfectionism. Like Cash said, and not blowing my own horn, but I do achieve very highly. And that is because I've got such a strong work ethic. I've got this from my parents. I've got a commitment to detail and a high standard of work. So for me, it's not all negative because if you... You should be holding yourself to high standards in life. There's no point of saying... Oh, look, 50% on a test, that's good. No, it's not. Like, it's not good. It's okay. Like, let's be realistic with ourselves sometimes. Um, but when... Like, no, one, no one wants to go eat out of a two-and-a-half-star restaurant or exactly. stay in a two-and-a-half-star hotel. Everyone wants five-star. Exactly. So if you have those standards of living, then live your life on those standards as well. Aim, aim high. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, it can be... It is a good almost pusher, a driver for me that I always want to achieve high. However, when I become so fixated and consumed on the fine details, um, that's when you start to be held back by it. So for me, it was also detrimental to my self-worth and it still is to a degree, but I am getting better at it. <laughs> so even for me, if I was to get nine out of 10, for me, that's not good enough. I'm analysing what in there prevented me from getting to a 10. And again, that is a positive thing. You do want to reflect. You do want to see, okay, next time I go around, what can I do better? Which I think is definitely important for self-growth. But when you end up crying and you can't do anything because then you're telling yourself you're not good enough, you didn't do good enough, then that's when it's becoming negative. That is exactly the point, is that you don't want to let your failures or shortcomings stop you on your tracks. It should not stop you. It should push you. So there's, yeah. a, there's a saying that I, I strongly believe in that is you should let your pain push you to where you want to be until your vision pulls you. So if, you're, if something is causing pain in an area of your life, let that push you, let that fuel you towards where you want to be, where your area of happiness or where your area of focus is until your vision becomes so strong that it pulls you towards it. Definitely. And I think probably clients can relate to in terms of 
sort of like nutrition or training, especially if you're getting started, is that all or nothing mindset, which is something you want to avoid because, and for example, with me, it used to be, oh, in the moment I would eat something off plan, let's just say a cookie. I love cookies. So a cookie. Mm -hmm. That might be 100, 200 calories additional to my day. In the long scheme of things, nothing. But when I had that perfectionism, all or nothing mindset, it was, no, nah, I've ruined it. I've ruined my day. What's the point? You're an idiot. Just go eat everything. You've ruined it. What's the point? And then that ends up spiraling into 1,000 calories plus. And then would I feel better after that? No. <laughs> Felt even worse about myself the next day. I let that stop me from trying to achieve my goals and I would either not eat or I would overtrain and then you just get into this cycle. It's the same thing with mindset if you or anything you want to apply it to. If you let one little bump in the road spiral into just like a snowball effect, you're just pushing yourself back backwards from what you're trying to achieve. Exactly, and that's that's a big part of living in the moment and not focusing on failures of yesterday or the fear of tomorrow and just focusing on what can you do in this second, in this minute, in this hour to push you towards where you want to be. Yeah, so basically taking away from that is winning and celebrating your small victories. So every little thing that you do that's pushing you towards your goals or is a positive influence on getting you towards your goal, you need to tick that off give yourself a smiley face stick or whatever you want to do because you are winning 100 percent. every day that you take a step every moment you take a step closer towards your bigger goal give yourself a pat on the back tell yourself you did a good job look at yourself in the mirror and go hey you did well today keep going because you know that mentality of um giving yourself positive feedback towards something positive towards your goals is going to have a bigger impact on tomorrow than saying picking up all the little shit you did wrong and going oh you're shit you didn't do this you didn't do that and you know but if you ticked off the main goal for the day like I'm a big I'm also a big believer in just having one focus and one focus towards that like have one main goal towards the day and do all the little small things to get there as long as you tick that big goal off for the day you're doing well you're on track okay so don't don't stress about don't stress about all the little shit along the way. Even though success is a lot of little things done along the way, but when you break it down in day to day, week to week, uh, month to month, that is little compared to the big girl. Um, is that it? Mm. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. That's our uh, that's our first podcast together on uh, mindset. So thank you for listening. Thanks, guys. <laughs>